you're out on the road feeling lonely and so cold all you have to do is call my name and i'll be there on the next train our whole universe was in a hot dense state nearly 14 million years ago expansion started wait and then the earth began to cool the autotrophs began to drool the neanderthals developed tools we built a wall we built the pyramids math science history unraveling the mystery that all started with a big bang bang if you've ever been obsessed with big bang theory or gilmore girls then you probably recognize those songs and if you recognize those songs, hearing it may have brought up memories of days spent on the couch binge-watching. With TV shows being more accessible than ever, and with the popularization of streaming services such as Netflix and Hulu, binging has become a part of our culture. We, too, love a good TV binge. So we are here to tell you about some of our absolute favorite TV shows of all time for your Christmas break binge, and also to break down some of the reasons why TV is so popular these days, and also, of course, some of the negative side effects of binge-watching. I'm Michaela Esau. And I'm Hannah Neust. And this is 260 Pounds of Oreos. Yes. And we've been gone for a very long time. Over a year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but we're back and better than ever because we yeah. have a double stuffer. Lucy Mann. Hello, hello. <laughs> and she knows double the stuff. Yeah, that's she knows pun, double the stuff. That's our pun. Um, <laughs> and I'm waving as if you are here right with us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So Lucy is skilled with all things related to cameras because yes. she knows a lot about movies and TV shows and makes videos. So yeah, check out her YouTube channel, Lucy will... Mann. She's got lots of neat vids up there. Oh yeah. Michaela and I are in some of them, but you should also watch the ones that we're not in because those are great too. <laughs> but they just aren't as good as the ones that we're in, obviously. <laughs> so Lucy, what is the first show you ever binged? My first show I ever binge watched um, would probably be an embarrassing one for me because it's not necessarily like a good show that people watch nowadays, <laughs> but it was The Secret Life of American Teenagers. Uh. Um, and I think I liked it so much because I'd never really seen a drama before. I was a big like Nickelodeon Disney kid, watched all of those shows, and then one day like Netflix came out and I decided to watch that show and it was like the, I feel like my parents wouldn't have like allowed me to watch it. Not like mm. they would have like been like you can't watch it but it was kind of like a secret thing and so I think that's why it was like an addiction and that's why I binge watched it yeah I get that my first experiences so at my house we used to not have the channel TBS and so I remember going to my grandparents house and they did have TBS and they would have just like back-to-back -back episodes of the Big Bang Theory and so I got really into watching that at like I don't know 13 or 14 anytime I went over there but I know that the level of binging I could do with that is nothing compared to what I'm capable of with Netflix. So I think my first true intense binge was probably Glee. Yeah. I, so back in 2010, before we even had Netflix or anything like that, um, I got my brother the first season of Modern Family on DVD. And over Christmas, we just watched episode after episode mm -hmm. and... It was so fun. And we would always do that where when we go on trips, we'd, like, get the box set. We had the box set of, like, Everybody Loves Raymond and Seinfeld, and we would just watch them on our DVD player. Um, but the first Netflix show I binged was Glee, and it was right after I had had surgery, so I couldn't really do anything else. 
And all my friends loved Glee, so I was like, I'm going to watch this, and I just could not stop. And then I recovered, and I could go do things, but I didn't because I was addicted to Glee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there are quite a few negative effects of binging, as one would assume. Um, Yeah, so first of all, one thing that I read about is that it basically can lead to sleep deprivation, and the way that works is, you know, you're watching a show and then you just watch episode after episode and then oh it's midnight and I have to get up at whatever time so you know naturally that's how it kind of leads to that and then sleep deprivation of course you've heard uh, causes all sorts of other terrible things anxiety depression struggling to focus and stuff uh generally binge watchers also are more likely to be lonely and depressed yeah which I think that is not necessarily a causation, but sometimes yeah. it's just, you know, when you are lonely or you are feeling sad, like a yeah. TV show does produce dopamine, which is a chemical that makes you feel happy in your brain. And anything that produces dopamine, your brain can't distinguish whether or not that has negative effects. So mm-hmm. it's easy to become addicted to things like that, just like a drug or foods that are unhealthy. Yeah. And so, I mean, just like with any form of stress relief, it can be good in the right dosage but you do it too much and it becomes like sort of an unhealthy coping mechanism or like an escape Mm -hmm. from your actual problem but it works kind of that way with just about anything like food or yeah yeah, any other sort of stress relief and this is a pretty common problem for people americans like average americans spend 2.7 hours per day watching tv which that adds up to 20 hours per week. And we all know that there are a lot of people who don't spend nearly that much time watching TV, Mm -hmm. which means that there are a lot of people who spend way more than that, which means that there are probably people who watch over 24 hours a week, and that would be one day a week, which is a seventh of your life watching TV. When I hear (laughs) 2.7 hours watching TV a day, I think I don't do that. But then when I average things out, it probably is about that because I – when I do binge watch, I binge watch, like, a lot at a time, like, way over three hours. Yeah. So I could actually average to that. Yes, for sure. Um, but there's also, you know, some positive things. 73% of people report positive feelings associated with binging. So if we enjoy a TV show, it's going to produce dopamine, like we had mm-hmm. talked about. And our brain codes all experience as memory. So whether you read a book or you watched a movie – you're going to associate that almost like it happened in real life in your brain. So um, you start to build bonds with the characters on TV shows, and it makes you more invested in the outcome of storylines, which causes you to binge. But it also, you know, can give you a lot of, like, kind of good memories and gives you a lot of things to relate to other people about. And if you watch it with somebody, so if you're just binge-watching by yourself alone, it can be kind of isolating. But if you're with somebody, then that gives you something to, like, share together. It can be a way to spend time together. And I know I loved after I binge-watched Glee because I could talk to both of you guys, like, about Glee things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think TV really can be... So people don't really say this a lot, but in a lot of ways, I feel like binge-watching TV isn't really that different from binging a book. Like, a, bu- a book can make you smarter in a way that TV can't really, but at the same time, you're doing kind of the same thing of, like, getting invested in a character and getting to know them and following along a plot line but people always like demonize tv as this terrible thing but if you sit around and read a book for several hours you know you're You're still like you're still losing just as much time yeah and i don't think that there's really i mean when i read a book because i've definitely binge read some books yeah 
And I get that same feeling of, wow, I have spent all day doing this. And there's that same letdown when it's over. Yes. The letdown. Yes. And the other thing about, like, TV and, like, specifically, like, YouTube, that's not necessarily TV, but, like, the videos are so short and you can get so much information so quick. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if you're watching, like, the right videos, like, sometimes if I have a history paper and I, like, have nowhere, like, no idea where to start, like, there's some, like, really informational videos out there that I know can get the information to me in a lot quicker time than, like, reading another book about it. Mm -hmm. That's definitely true. And I think that TV shows can open up our eyes to a lot of different experiences that we're never going to have. And while a lot of them aren't realistic and a lot of them are just for fun, I do think that TV shows can definitely normalize different things such as like Mm -hmm. gay marriage or diversity or things like that where you don't have access to that in your real life. So when you watch a TV show about it, and it may just be like a comic relief show, Mm -hmm. but you're still going to start to normalize that in your mind. Yeah, I think that's especially true with shows like Glee. Um Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. But, um, so those are some of the negative effects of binging and some of the positives. Yeah. Oh, and then, okay, another thing I had wanted to talk about, something that I read was about how when we watch TV, we can also benefit from, like, finding characters that we relate to because sometimes you watch a show and you think, oh, I relate so much to this character, and then other times you see shows where maybe you don't relate to a character as much, but you see positive qualities in them and you want to maybe be more like them. So they're almost like a role model for you. Or if there's some situation in your life that you're worried about, then sometimes watching a show with like a character that you kind of relate to overcoming that thing can actually sort of help you. Mm -hmm. And I do think that TV shows have some pitfalls. For instance, when the show, as the seasons go on, it definitely goes downhill. Yeah, you can always, I feel like you can always tell that a show is going downhill when suddenly everybody's getting married. (laughs) Because they're trying to tie everything up and, like, put together all the people that you've shipped together for the entire show. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're kind of glad when that happens because you're like, yay, I wanted them to be together. But then it, if it goes too long after that, then it starts to, yeah. yeah. And I don't like when the kids start to grow up. Mm -hmm. For instance, in Modern Family, like, the Mm -hmm. kids are so cute. And then they grow up, and some of them aren't that good actors. Yeah, <laughs> specifically, like, Lily, if you've seen Modern Family, she's a really cute kid, and she's still a cute teenager. She just doesn't have acting ability like the rest of the characters do. And mm-hmm. so it's just very obvious when she's, like, reading her lines, there's, like, no, like, depth behind them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when people start to go to college, for instance, in Glee, I mean, you get some cool things with, like, Rachel in New York and everything, but also yeah. it's just not the same when mm-hmm. you don't have the original cast together at the high school yeah and then stuff just gets like more unrealistic after well okay so glee in its entirety has a lot of unrealistic stuff which i mean if it weren't unrealistic it would be a really boring show but it gets to be a little more that way after they go to college i think especially for me the thing was this is i guess this isn't that big of a spoiler alert but especially people like after they've graduated high school like going back and dating people from high school yeah. Like, that amount of people doing that is a little mm-hmm. unrealistic. But one thing I like about TV shows is that they are more realistic than movies in some cases. Um, because you don't have everything tied up in a nice little bow after every episode, like mm-hmm. in a movie. Mm-hmm. You get to really know the characters. And there's not one big overarching plot. It's more like every episode has a few things that are funny and some things that are sad and some things you have to get through, which is so much more like life where it's not just like there's this one big plot arc, yeah. which I appreciate. 
And it's like you said with the attention span, like with a movie, you have to be invested for like two hours. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So now you kind of know some of the benefits of mm-hmm. TV shows and some of the negatives. And so you can make the decision whether or not you want to binge a show this Christmas break. And we all know that the decision will be that you will. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to give you some of our top recommendations. Mm-hmm. So Lucy, what are your favorite shows and that tell you us recommend? Why. Well, I would just like to say that I'm honored to be the double stuffer, but also <laughs> slightly ashamed that I am known for my knowledge of TV. <laughs> because it's true that I do spend a lot of time like watching TV. And as Hannah said, when she heard like two, I don't even remember what the number 2. was. 2.7. 2.7 mm-hmm. hours. And you're like, that's like crazy. I was like, that seems about right. Like, <laughs> I really think I spend way too much time watching TV. In my defense, I feel like I do it at a time of day where I wouldn't normally be doing anything else. Like, I'll do it right while, like, while I'm falling asleep or like in the morning when I wake up. I'm not just like randomly throughout the day, like, you know what? I want to go into my room and watch TV. I find that I'm a more interactive person that way. But to start, I have devised these into a little bit of like a level system. So on the first level, this is for people who do want to binge watch a show, but they also want to be surrounded by family throughout the holidays and they do want to be interactive with people, but they do want new shows. And this is also a good recommendation for people that get stressed easily. I really have been enjoying the show, The Great British Baking Show. It's not like an American baking show because if you've ever seen Chopped or Cupcake Wars, they're very intense. People are always like, oh, you burnt your hand too bad. But on this show, but on this show, they're like, they're so nice. They're like, oh my gosh, I only have 30 seconds left and I haven't done anything. And people are like, oh, well, let me help you then. Like, they're so nice about it. And nothing about it is stressful. Even the judges are like, that didn't taste great. It's like a compliment sandwich. They're like, Oh, what a beautiful... And they're British. So you have to remember that their accents just make it amazing. So they're like, oh, like, this is a beautiful display, but it tasted very poorly, but you are great at, like, the toppings or something like that. Like, it's great. All of it just, like, makes you feel at ease. And then another show that is similar to that, but, like, not in the same range at all, would be Queer Eye. Queer Eye always makes me feel good after I watch it. It's not a show that you're, like sucked into definitely can have that effect but I feel that it's like in a way that you can like pull yourself away from it in the same way that you can definitely I've watched several episodes of Queer Eye and I've never suddenly been like I can't leave this room right it's so good (laughs) and the other great thing about Queer Eye is you don't need to watch the episodes in order it's really enjoyable to watch them that way um because you get to see how like they progress as people but it's just a really great show um they talk a lot about I don't know great things that it I would probably say this is a show for I don't know, people that enjoy, like, fashion and, like, Mm. cooking and just, like, lifestyle-related things, like me. And so I really enjoyed that show. All of the guys on it are so funny. I enjoy every one of them. Whenever people are talking about their favorites, I'm like, oh, he's my favorite, but he's also my favorite, and I love Tan, and I love uh, just all of them. They're all my favorite, and so that's a great show. So those are, like, my two, like, main levels. Like, if you do want to binge a show, but you're, like, not fully, like, sold on the idea of it, those would be some good recommendations. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything, like, similar to that? Um, I would say my show that is a recommendation that you aren't going to get addicted to would be The Bachelor. Mm. Um, and I know that a lot of people may scoff at The Bachelor. <laughs> but originally, I recommend you have to watch it with other people. Because it's, true. it's boring if you're alone. It's a social say. show, for yes. sure. And, and, yeah, go ahead. No, it's just <laughs> so good. Because yeah. you start, you just make fun of them. And mm-hmm. it's so much fun. Because they, they're asking for yeah. it. But then one day, 
something will switch in your mind and you will want them to find love yeah. and you'll start following them <laughs> all on social true. media and you'll realize that you are sucked in but you won't even care because it's great it's my true. brain is the only here that is still safe from that <laughs> it's a great show i think a lot of people that i've never seen it have the perspective that only like blonde sorority girls watch it but that's like not true at all it's a show for everyone my Absolutely. dad thinks it's hilarious he doesn't just like watch it but like if i'm watching it he's like man this is funny like it's really enjoyable to watch socially, like Michaela said, just, like, with friends. It's a – oh, it's such a great show. I, <laughs> I highly recommend it. Yes, very good. Um, but, yeah, most of my other shows are shows that you really probably will get full-on addicted mm-hmm. to. So. Yeah, that's basically all of mine. I guess the yeah. one the one show that I have that I don't think is the same level of addictiveness just because it doesn't have as many cliffhangers and, like, as much – I mean, there's definitely, like, some plot to it but not as much, is The Big Bang Theory. Mm. Uh, The appeal of The Big Bang Theory is basically that it's really, really funny, Um, especially, of course, the character of Sheldon. I think a lot of people even who haven't seen the show are, like, pretty familiar with that character. But, yeah, that's kind of the main thing that The Big Bang Theory has going for it. Like, it's really funny. As far as the plot, like like I said, there is some plot, but a lot of it especially with uh just like the romantic plot line is pretty predictable like the people who you expect to end up together are going to end up together and now now big bang theory is at that point where everybody's getting married and the show has been going on for so long that okay i'm going to be honest the last seasons haven't been so great but it survived because the first however many seasons were so funny that people have stuck with it and want to see what happens even though we i think kind of know what's going to happen (laughs) Well, or I guess a lot of the stuff we knew was going to happen has already happened. So to me, that show's kind of gone downhill, but they've still had some funny stuff happen. Um, Another sort of flaw in The Big Bang Theory that I see is it definitely does rely on some pretty overplayed stereotypes because the entire show is basically kind of making fun of these people for being really nerdy, and they're basically kind of the most stereotypical nerds ever. So it's funny, but also, yeah. <laughs> Lucy, what's your next level? My of TV? next level would be shows that are addictive because most every show is, but you could still pull yourself away if you needed to, mm-hmm. which is probably the level that I enjoy because I do like to watch the shows that really suck me in, but like I'm pretty good at like cutting myself off if I have to. So a lot of these shows are like comedies, like Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a really good show Mm -hmm. because, um, yeah, you can watch it and it's funny and you want to see the next episode, but there's nothing there that you're like, oh, like, I have to watch it now, I need to know. Like, it's, every episode is a little bit more individualized, which makes it good for that level. And it's just a really funny show um, if you're looking for something that's lighthearted and silly. Mm -hmm. Um, Another good show that I enjoy are some throwbacks like Full House and Friends. Those are just classics that I feel like people reference a lot. Um, Friends more specifically I feel like has been very popular on Netflix um, just because people that have never seen it are able to go back. And it's also a really easy show to watch because the episodes are only 20 minutes. So you just like if you just want to sit down for a quick like 20 minutes it's a really good show. And it's really funny, too. I know some people aren't really acquired to this sense of humor because it is a little bit more dated, and they do reference things that are more dated, but I still think it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything? Yeah, Brooklyn, I watch both of those shows. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of my top recommendations. If For anyone, if you love New Girl, which is another one of my recommendations, or if you love The Office, I feel like it's kind of a medium between those two because um, it's you know a show about some cops, and they're really good cops, but also, like, 
they goof around all the time and they're hilarious and I just I really love it and it got canceled and everybody was outraged but then they picked it back up the next day on NBC so you can check it out on NBC in January um I'm so excited yes it's gonna be so good and you can catch up on it on Hulu. yeah it's not that far into the seasons there's probably like five seasons now Mm -hmm. um which may seem like a lot but because the episodes are pretty short it wouldn't be that hard to catch up no and I definitely I agree it's not insanely addictive Mm -hmm. like um you definitely can sit and watch several episodes at a time but for the most part most of the episodes aren't cliffhangers so Mm -hmm. you are going to be able to pull yourself away um okay so one that I like to watch lately I haven't been all the way through it I'm on season three I think I know Michaela watches this one too I think she's been all the way through it I've really been into Gilmore Girls and so that one the main thing that's uh enjoyable about that one is that it's just really really witty like mm-hmm. there's just a lot of fast paced back and forth and it's super funny And for me, it's kind of relatable because I, so I like that the characters live in a pretty small town because I feel like with most TV shows, they all live in like a major city, you know, Mm -hmm. but with Gilmore Girls, they're all kind of in this close little small town where everybody knows everybody and having grown up in a small town, it's like kind of relatable for me. And I also personally relate some to the character of Rory, just like having been sort of that goody two-shoes in high school like got good grades and stuff so I kind of relate to her in that way Mm -hmm. Gilmore Girls is a great show I have watched all of it um I definitely recommend it I know that I'm not going to say I'm like a super fan because there's a lot of people who know so much about Gilmore Girls and I'm not on that level but Mm -hmm. it does have like a nostalgic quality for me because my sister was really into it my sister's 12 years older than me and she was really into it like when she was in high school and like when it was coming out on tv and she had all the box sets and sometimes she would like play the episodes and I was too young to really like seriously watch but I kind of sat there and she would like knit while she watched them so like kind of has some memories attached for me but it is so witty like yeah very well written um I definitely recommend it yeah it's good stuff Another show that I would, like, throw in on this level that we talked about just a little bit would be Glee because it is addictive. I It's kind of on the border because it really is addictive, but I feel like because I've already seen it, um, I can, like, go back and watch, like, one episode at a time and it's not going to really affect me. But it's a really good show. It's, it's I would say it's lighthearted. They, it's, like, very vibrant and funny, but also they do have, like, some depth and dramatic parts and mm-hmm. the main characters are all really funny. It. Like, I know a lot of people got frustrated because they switch cast a little bit. They hold mm-hmm. on to probably, like, the top five, six, maybe more than that. Probably, like, the top ten cast members, but that seems like a lot because they go to a high school, so they have so many cast members, um, and they just throw in random ones. And by the end of the season, like, six, there's, like, so many characters that I'm like, I don't know what their names are, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a lot, but yeah. it's such a good show, and you should definitely still watch it. I don't want to discourage you from watching it because it's yeah. probably, like, in my top three favorite yeah, shows ever. Too. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious like it's very addictive the first time through yeah. it is very addictive the first time through I have I do see what you're saying about that mm-hmm. where like I was so addicted the first time I watched mm-hmm. it but now like over break I watched a few of the episodes and they just don't lose their humor mm-hmm. like, they're mm-hmm. so funny yeah. I remember I just had yeah. surgery on my stomach when I watched it and I kept laughing and it would hurt so bad to laugh but I couldn't help but laugh out loud because <laughs> it was so funny and also the music 
is it's amazing. So the good. music's amazing. Yeah. Some of it, some of it, especially if it's a song that I've like known for a long time, I will think, okay, well, I like the original a lot better. But sometimes it introduces me to new songs, and yeah. then I'll learn like sometimes I've learned really classic songs from it, and then yeah. I feel kind of ashamed, like I only know this song because of Glee. Or I'll hear a song on the radio, and I'm like, man, I wish this was a Glee version. Like it's yeah. they do so good. Like I don't know who like helps them sing on that show yeah. but they're doing it right because I mean, they are amazing they're so if talented I, if i'm tired of the original version sometimes i like the glee version it's like mm-hmm. if you turn a musical into a tv show exactly but it was really yeah. funny and it's not mm-hmm. like they sing constantly like they yeah. do sing several songs an episode mm-hmm. but it's mostly storyline and definitely. the songs always relate to the yeah. storyline in clever ways which so I good they're all so talented that's definitely like that should if you've never seen glee i would actually put that at the top of your list maybe because it's yeah. a really good like, I want to say it's lighthearted just because it's funny, but it's really not. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. Definitely watch yeah, it. Definitely. So, on the last level, this would be, like, people that want to be addicted to something. They've got nothing going on during break. This mm-hmm. is for you. So, I know we've all seen this show and we all love it. It's <laughs> Jane the Virgin. Oh, oh yes. yes. <laughs> so, just by that reaction alone, you should know that you need to watch this show. Yeah. It's so good. It's a drama, but it kind of makes fun of, like... Like soap operas. It is so funny. It's like <laughs> straight out of a telenovela. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, like soap operas. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway, super funny, track. super dramatic. It definitely has a ton of cliffhangers. You're gonna want to watch it all the way through. Should be at the top of your list. Yeah. If you okay. Want so that. the season. Okay. So the most recent season is season four. The cliffhanger to that. Oh my gosh. That's. I remember I had to be up I for guessed. a tennis clinic at nine a.m. <laughs> and I it was like three a.m. and I like. I finished the last episode and I had to watch the next one uh-huh. because oh, something yeah. crazy had happened. No, you're going to get drawn in. And the other thing is, yeah. you know, it's a show where it's on live now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, like, got caught up and then uh-huh. you had to wait every week for the mm-hmm. new episode yeah. and you had to deal with that pain that people yeah. dealt with all the time before yeah. Netflix. And normally a new season of a show starts in, I don't know, September or something. I think that's usually when yeah. Jane the Virgin started. But now they're waiting till this January. I know. So I've been waiting since, I, know. I don't know, it's, April? It's oh, hard. It's, it's really hard, but it is amazing. I yeah. love it so much. I think another reason the show is so great is because the main character, Jane, is, like, so relatable for mm-hmm. us, I would say, because she's very, like, I don't know. I would say she's a lot like Michaela. so... Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so, Michaela, y'all should know, like, well... Jane basically <laughs> reminds us of Michaela. That's what I'm saying. Like Lucy and I both noticed it, and even though like Michaela and Jane are not even the same race, yeah. and like if Michaela does her hair a certain way, she kind of looks like Jane. It's confusing. <laughs> well, one day I showed up to school, and so I don't know. I mean, you can't. Probably everybody that's listening to this knows us, but <laughs> if you don't, I'm a ginger, and <laughs> I showed up to school with my hair like in the like side high pony. You yeah, know, and thing. Jane doesn't do that every episode, but she but does when it she does, now. it's very like noticeable. Yeah, and I don't know. We just have some of our similar characteristics. I feel like for, people are gonna watch the show know. and be like, wait. What? <laughs> yeah, I, everybody, I was not, um, accidentally artificially inseminated. Yeah, and that's the other but... thing. I feel like, I just want to, like, throw this out there if anyone was hesitant about it. I remember when I heard about the show, I was like, Jane the Virgin? Like, that sounds, like, kind of inappropriate. And it literally says Jane the Virgin. It's yeah. not inappropriate at all. It's very, like, I would say a 10-year-old could watch it and be fine. Like, it's a great show. Really funny. Mm-hmm. Should be, like, top your list. Mm, so good. Yeah. Um, the next one on my list is probably my favorite TV show of all time. 
it's been popular for a few years. It's dying down a little bit. People think it's ending. I'm, it's not ending. Trust me. I feel, <laughs> I feel solid about that. But Grey's Anatomy. This is probably like the second show I was ever addicted to. I started it my freshman year in high school. And I mean, guys, this is just, I think that it takes a special kind of person to enjoy this show, but I am really? that person. I feel like I know a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Or the people I do know are, like, so insanely addicted. Yeah, I feel like you're either like, oh, like, I like this show, or I love this show, or I've never seen it. And I am, and I, I love this show. I'm pretty sure I could watch this show for the rest of my life and <laughs> never be tired of it. I love everything about it. Um, there's a girl on the show that went to my college, that goes to my college, and she was a very small character, but this girl was like, oh, like, have you heard of so-and-so? And I knew exactly who she was. <laughs> and she just had a cameo on one episode. And I knew who she was. Oh like, I am addicted to this show. I, I'm not going to stop recommending it because I think everyone should see it. Especially, I literally was like, should I be a doctor? I loved it. If you're taking A&P, Anatomy and Physiology, should watch the show. I'm pretty sure that's what gave me, like, a high grade in the class. <laughs> it's it's a good show, guys. I know oh, you guys probably don't have a ton to say about it, but what I highly recommend what if I'm a person who's, like, really grossed out watching medical It's stuff not your stuff? thing. It's not going to be your thing. Because you were like, I'd recommend it to everybody, and it was like, mm. Okay, I recommend it. Oh, but... <laughs> ugh. I feel like I could adopt a tolerance. Like, it may be something that could get me... Um, I need to get accustomed to not getting grossed out yeah. by things mm-hmm. like that. But I'm worried someday someone will walk downstairs and they'll find me passed out and they'll be like, oh, she was watching Grey's Anatomy. And yeah, I feel like I definitely in. think you need to have, like, an acquired taste for, like, seeing medical things. Like, it's a surgery show, so there's surgery every yeah. episode. The only episode that really grossed me out, and I won't go into depth, but it was an eye surgery, which they, uh, they don't uh, even have. Uh, they don't have eye surgeons. It was just, like, a one-episode thing, and it was, I, I, like, had to turn away. Yeah, I think I've even known people who have been really into the show who have told me that it's kind of turned them into hypochondriacs because they feel, like, some sort of pain, and they remember something extreme that happens in yeah. the episode, and they're like, oh, I'm dying. Yeah, I've definitely done that. Like, people <laughs> start, well, not necessarily with myself, but people will start talking about something, and I'm like, well, you know, on Grey's Anatomy, this surgery happened, and then I'm like, it's a fictional show, but, like, I'm pretty sure the surgery happened in real life. Like, I, like... I'm pretty sure you're dying. Like, or people will be like, oh, have you heard about this, like, weird case in China where this happened? I'm like, yeah, it actually happens on Grey's Anatomy. And, like, it, yeah, I find myself doing that all the time. It's a great show. Definitely. All right, so another recommendation I have that neither of these two have watched, but, um, and most people our age have not watched it, but it is such a good show. It's called Parenthood. Um, it's on Netflix. All six seasons are on Netflix. It is just a great show. You... It's kind of a middle-aged mom show, but you should just binge it with your middle-aged mom because (laughs) it is so good. It has the best music ever, and, like, I just love the cinematography of it. I just love how it's filmed, and obviously I love the music, like I said, and it has amazing actors like um, Laura Graham. She's Lorelai on Gilmore Girls and Dax Shepard and Mae Whitman, and there's also a lot of people that make a cameo like Ray Romano and... Um, Michael B. Jordan. So it just has great acting. And it's sort of like This Is Us, if you've seen This Is Us. But it is the original This Is Us. And it is significantly better than This Is Us. Just saying. It is so, so good. And it will probably make you cry. But it will also make you laugh. And it's so good. I can't recommend it enough. As someone who has seen This Is Us, that should definitely be added to the list. 
watch Parenthood first because I haven't seen it and it sounds like it's a great show if it's like This Is Us. But if you want something that's current to watch on TV now, binge This Is Us if you don't have a ton of time and just watch the first two seasons and you'll be caught up. And it's mm-hmm. a great show. Yeah, and I can say, actually, I would recommend watching This Is Us first before watching Parenthood because I think I would enjoy This Is Us more if I wasn't always comparing it to Parenthood mm-hmm. because I think Parenthood is definitely better. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I think that you just like, I don't know. And I do watch This Is Us, and mm-hmm. I really do like it, but... If you have seen This Is Us, um, Teenage Kevin is my future husband. <laughs> just throwing that out just there. Just throwing that out there. His name is Logan Schroyer, if you have heard of him. He's the really... Yeah, I mean, everyone on the show is really attractive, but he's, like, the most, and just... <laughs> just wonderful. He is a there. beautiful specimen. Yeah. Of uh, what year uh-huh. is Parenthood from? Or, like, what year oh, did it start? gosh. Because um, I'm just trying to think of... Laura I'm gonna Graham. Google it real quick. Um, she's Girl older. Starts, oh, she's okay. older. Yeah, it just ended a few in years 2000. ago. Hannah, do you have any other recommendations? Um. Okay. So I, it's not on Netflix anymore, which makes me very angry. But How I Met Your Mother, mm. I absolutely love it. It's really, really funny. It's like, it's basically a sitcom, but it just has so many clever things. And once in a while, there will even be kind of a funny musical number. And the character of Barney, of course. Uh, if you've seen any of it, you know that he's a terrible person, but he's very hyperbolic, I guess. And, okay, an unpopular opinion. I'm not going to spoil the ending of How I Met Your Mother, but a lot of people who love How I Met Your Mother and have seen the ending hate the ending. Mm. I actually like the ending. There were parts of it that, of course, made me sad, but I think if it had ended differently and ended the way people would have wanted it to, it might have been, like, too predictable or, like, too happy, I guess. Mm. So... I actually approve of the ending. I couldn't think of a better way for it to end, honestly. Mm-hmm. I would say my last show that I would recommend for people to binge um, would be New Girl. I love New Girl. Um, it's very witty. It's just like really, and a lot of the time, well, I don't know that I would say it was witty, actually. It's more just, it's so funny, and half the time you're like, where do they come up with this stuff? Because it's yeah. super random. Yeah, All the humor is. in it is so yeah. random. But suddenly you're just laughing. You're like, I don't even know what they're referencing right now, but it's funny. And Jess <laughs> is just kind of a delightful character. Jess is a delight, yes. yes. And I love her pajama sets and, like, her clothes. I don't know. I, I love her outbursts. Something I love about TV shows, I love the styling of a good mm-hmm. TV show. You know, you got some good clothing. I love, like, you know, the good house. It's, like, well-decorated. It's, like, you know, with their jobs, they could never afford this house. But uh-huh. <laughs> I will, you know. Yeah. I'll enjoy entertain yeah. that. <laughs> yes, yes. So does anybody else have any? I have one final show, and this is like a whole other level. This is like the show that if you really want to binge watch a show and you're an intense person, this is the show for you. I have not personally binged this show. Well, I guess I kind of did. So this show is 13 Reasons Why. It's a really intense show. I've seen the first season. I had to do it in two separate sections because I couldn't even handle it. But the second season, I heard spoilers, and I'm not even, I, I like, want to watch it, but I'm, like, kind of terrified, but I think I'm going to, because I'm, I don't know, I'm an intense binger. <laughs> so, but if you guys haven't seen it, I feel like the first season's a really great season, and if you, like I said, like, if you really like, like, deep and, like, intense shows, this would be good for you. Yeah. I have read 13 Reasons Why, and let me tell you, I binge read that. <laughs> um, I could not put it down. Um... And I haven't watched the show just because I've heard a lot of, like, it's a pretty controversial show. Yeah, And I've heard a lot of things that are very different from the book. And I am an English major. I'm a book person. (laughs) And I just, 
it bothers me that there's some of the flaws that people have with the TV show were not present in the book. So I haven't watched it, but I have heard rave reviews. If you weren't, like, key on watching, like, gruesome things, it's not your show. If you want something lighthearted, this isn't for you. There's not lighthearted moments. It's not a funny show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never watched it, but yeah. It's it's intense, especially the second season. I'm, like, kind of terrified to watch it, but because I've watched the first season, I, like, really want to watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of controversy around it. Like, I've heard of people who are, like, against it even being a thing, just for different reasons, for, Mm -hmm. like, how it depicts suicide. So, Mm -hmm. I don't really know enough, and I also haven't, like, seen it or anything. But no matter who you are or what your TV show preference is, I hope that we've given you some ideas and also prepared you for the risks of binging. (laughs) But also some of the positives and the reasons why, overall, I am very grateful that shows are a thing. Because they bring me a lot of joy. And they've given us, you know, 35 minutes of things to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) It's so true. If you ever, like, meet someone and you don't know what to talk about, I always just go to TV shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's almost like you know some of the same people. Yeah. It's like we talked about, your brain makes those memory connections. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... If you don't feel like, if you feel like giving your eyes a rest and you want to binge something this break, you can binge our podcast. Yeah. Find the rest <laughs> of any, our episodes on iTunes. Yeah. Do any, do any shows have any good, like, not, what's the opposite of a theme song? Like an ending song? That's Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Lucy, you want to sing it for us? It's not like words. It's just like, <laughs> do, 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 do. It's like. <laughs> and with that, we will see you next time. <laughs>